Fueled, episode number six with entrepreneur Netta Lena. Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur, athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Hello, Fueled listeners. This is your podcast host, Easton Creed Allred, and welcome to episode number six with entrepreneur Netta Lena. I really enjoyed doing this interview, and I think that all of the Fueled listeners are really going to enjoy this interview or this episode because we get super to the point, and Netta is a great interview. interviewee, gets right to the point, and... Um, Netta is really incredible. I met her at an entrepreneurial event called Life on Fire Ignite. Netta is a great friend of mine, and I think you'll love meeting her in this interview. Netta has been passionate about business since she was 12 years old and went on to become a professional singer and mentored over 50,000 people. Now, Netta has a fantastic podcast of her own called Rise Up For You. Netta, can you fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life? Well, let's see. Do you want me to start about maybe how I got to Rise Up For You? Does that work for you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, I honestly, my first career started as a professional singer and dancer. So I toured around the world performing and working with people globally, which was a lot of fun. And then when I got tired of, you know, singing and dancing and living out of my luggage, because, you know, when you go on tour, you live out of your luggage for months at a time. I came back to America and I became an executive of a top education corporation. And I was doing very well there. I've done very well in, in all the careers that I've had, fortunately. And, uh, you know, I, I hit a little bit of a downfall, a little bit of a bump um, while I was doing that. And I decided to make a leap. And then from there, I built my own company called Rise Up For You, which is um, a media production network company dedicated to empowering women to get to the next step professionally and personally. So, Netta, what is your favorite quote? My favorite quote is, you can never harm another if you truly loved yourself. And that's from Buddha. How do you define success? That's a good question, um, Easton. Success is really, for me, success is being able to set goals and accomplishing them. That's success to me. If you set a goal for yourself or an action plan and you find yourself accomplishing them and reaching your goals, you're successful. Absolutely. What rituals do you practice that contribute to your success? Um, there's a couple things that I do, but I would say one of the main things is, um, reading. I do a lot of reading every morning I wake up and I read. It's the first thing I do after I get my cup of coffee. All of our few listeners, Netta is absolutely right. Reading is so essential for our success. And one of my biggest mentors is Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez is currently a millionaire living in Beverly Hills who made his fortune by obtaining knowledge through books. Ty Lopez reads a book a day, and as teens, the more we read, the more IQ goes up, and the better chance we have of gaining new knowledges and expanding ourselves 
Netta, when do you find the time to read books? Well, it really depends on the day. Usually I get about eight and a half hours of sleep, right? So it depends what time I go to bed is what time I wake up. I get eight and a half hours of sleep. And so then when I wake up, I go downstairs, I get my cup of coffee. And then I, I grab a book and I start reading. And I'll, do one, I'll read one book at a time. And the reason why it's important is because, you know, especially if you're an entrepreneur, if you're building your own business, if, if you're wanting to build your own business, even if you're not, it's really, really important to continuously develop and to feed your brain with knowledge. That's one of the only ways you're going to continuously get better um, in life is to keep feeding your brain. What would you consider the number one tool for success? Honestly, the number one tool for success, and it's not an easy one, but it's confidence. Confidence is the number one tool for success. In fact, Easton, a study just came out that backs that up, and it shows that you know a lot of times people think that your skill or your technique is most important, but a new study just came out that showed in, in order to be successful and get further in life, it's actually not your technique and your skill, it's your confidence that helps you push forward. Thank you, Netta. I'm so glad you answered it that way. I would have never answered it like that, but it is so true that in everything we do, confidence is truly the number one key to success because if you are confident, then you can't go wrong. If you're confident and you take everything in life in full stride, then you have so much of a chance to be successful. And um, especially for teens, I would say this is particularly important for teens. Now, what are you most proud of? I'll be honest with you. I think I'm most proud of myself, like who I've become as a human being and the work that I constantly put into myself. I'm most proud of the woman that I've developed um, within me and how I treat people and how I treat myself and the confidence that I built in myself and the energy that I've created within myself to be, live a happy life, to be successful and to enjoy the people and the things that are around me. You know, a lot of times people ask that question, um, you know, what are you most proud of? And then they say, I don't know, your business or the money that you make, maybe your house, your car. But I really think that for me, Right now, I'm most proud of the inner work that I've done in myself. I think that is so important that as teens, we take pride in who we are and we take pride in what we have become. And we need to be looking towards the future and keeping an eternal perspective in everything we do so that we can have pride in what we've become, just like Netta. And Netta, take us to your worst failure. That's a tough question, um, Easton, because I've never really thought of myself in that way. I've, I've never thought of a downward situation as a failure. I've always thought that anything that, that happens in my life or anything that I've made a mistake in is really just that. It's a mistake. It's a learning lesson. I've never seen it as a failure. But I guess to maybe to put a little bit more perspective for you and your audience is the time where I felt the worst and had, you know, and felt, um, I guess, the most defeated would be the time that I, I got married. And within like three weeks of being married, my husband wanted a divorce. So that would probably be the time where I felt the most defeated. What is the scariest thing you have ever done? The scariest thing I've ever done is climb Mount Fuji. So Mount Fuji, in case you don't know, it's a huge mountain in Japan. And it's really, really tall. It's like 15,000 feet, um, you know, 
tall, high, whatever you want to say. And I climbed that in a typhoon. I started climbing the mountain. It takes two days to climb. And then on the second day, a huge typhoon hit and I still climbed it up and back down. (laughs) Wow. What an experience that must have been. You must feel pretty accomplished after doing that, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. When I was done climbing that mountain, I was like, I could do anything in the world. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Everything that you do is scary. I feel like everything that you do that scares you expands you and helps you to become better and helps you become more perceptive to learning. And so that's why I like asking that question. And then, Netta, are you ready to enter the fueled round? Yeah, bring it on. (laughs) So what is your biggest strength? My confidence. Confidence. It's my confidence. There's nothing in this world that I can't do. Only limiting minds. Okay. Only limiting minds prevent you from doing something. So for me, it's my confidence. What is one or two attributes that you've acquired that has contributed to your success? Again, I I would have to say that, you know, confidence definitely um, contributes to the success, but it's also the, the passion, the passion and the determination to, to go after what you want. You know, when you're passionate about something, and then being determined to, to get it. I would agree with that, that passion in a definiteness and purpose, you can take a dream and turn it into reality. What is one thing that has you fueled right now? One thing that has me fueled right now is a couple things. So I have a huge conference for women coming up. It's in uh, November in Newport Beach. And there's going to be hundreds of women there. And I have speakers from across the nation. So that's what I'm really fueled about. It's going to be pretty great. Where do you go when you need a little bit more motivation? I go into a positive mindset. When I need a little bit more motiva- motivation, it really comes from within. So what I'll do is I'll go into a pl- I'll go somewhere. It doesn't really, it depends where I'm at at that time, but I'll go somewhere where it's peaceful. It's beautiful outside and I'll just sit in silence and maybe just get my thoughts back together. Another thing that I also do when I need motivation is this is going to sound really funny, Easton, but I play the Rocky soundtrack. Do you know, do you, are you familiar with Rocky? You might be too young. I don't know. <laughs> no, I am. My friend like forced me to watch all the movies with him and um, I'm so glad he did. That's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So I have the Rocky soundtrack on my phone, on my, my iPod here. And um, I love that soundtrack. And so when I lose a little bit of motivation or whatever, I I bump that track. (laughs) Interesting. I need to try that. Maybe I'll start listening to the Rocky soundtrack before uh, before my games. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So now we're going into the final round. So, Netta, who has been your greatest mentor? I think my greatest mentors have been my parents. They did such an amazing job um, raising my brothers and I. And they've really instilled confidence enough, kindness in us, and really just to work hard and, um, and go get it. Like, show up in the world and go for what you want. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received is I think I told you this when we met. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Easton and I met a couple months ago at a conference. And I think I told you, it was either you or BJ, who is another friend of ours that was there, um, that it's not about me. It's not about you right? It's not about you. So basically saying it's not about me. It's about the people that are around me and loving myself enough to a point where I can really love other people. Sometimes I feel like I lose sight of that a little bit. I think I want everything to go towards me and some of my, um, some of my needs are selfish. And I think that you become happier and you ultimately become more successful if the things that you do are focused on other people. 
So perfect answer. Thank you. And could you share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success? I think one of my personal habits that really contributes to my success is building a weekly calendar. So what I do is in Excel every Sunday, I go through my calendar for the week and I, and I color coordinate like what I need to get done. So for example, everything that's in red is my workout time. Everything that's in um, yellow is my podcasting time. Everything that's in green is like my coaching consulting ride is it for you time. Everything that's in blue is like personal fun time. So I go through and I court, I color coordinate my week and I, so that when I, so that I don't miss anything so that when Monday comes around, I could look in my calendar and I know exactly what I, my goals are and what I need to get done for Monday. So my action, like I'm able to take more action and I'm able to be more productive when that happens. And I'm also able, this is really important, Easton. I'm also able to put in like time for me. So like the first thing I do is put in my workout time then I put in like networking time to go and meet people and just to build relationships. I put in personal time to, you know, just go out and have a, you know, a fun night with friends or family. And then from there I fill everything else in. Great. So in, um, in one word, you just say planning. So just great planning helps be, helps you to be more purposeful and efficient and successful. Is that what you would say? Yeah. What book would you recommend to fuel listeners and why? So uh, I'm not currently reading this. I've already read it a couple times, but I would still recommend The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And I'm sure you're familiar with it, Easton. And if you're not, you should definitely read it. Um, it, it. He just basically breaks down the importance of a morning routine and adding practices into your life and how your life can be more effective by building in something that you do every day. Great. I am so glad you said that. Episode number three is all about the Miracle Morning because I do that in my life. And that is, if one thing, that is what has changed my life and has helped me to get this podcast going and has introduced me to this world. The Miracle Morning is incredible. So I'm so glad you said that. And then imagine that you had just a couple of minutes with your former teenage self. What advice would you give yourself and why? I think the advice that I would give myself at that age is um, just to be more open-minded and more compassionate towards others. So when I was when I was your age, how old are you again, Easton? I'm 14. You're 14. Okay. So when I was between the ages of 14 and 19, I was like a bulldog. Like I was really strong. Like I went for whatever I wanted to go for. Like I didn't take no for an answer. Like I did everything I wanted to do. I had like a 4.17. I was the varsity cheer captain. I ran all of the choirs at the school. I was in the student council. <laughs> so I was very strong. And I didn't understand when people made excuses or why they didn't go after things. I didn't understand, um, you know, why they weren't motivated and why they just didn't use their full potential. And I wasn't very compassionate towards them when I was young. And I didn't realize that, you know, sometimes people go through things in their life that can create limiting beliefs and doubts, and it can prevent them from being their best self. And I didn't realize that everybody has a journey. And that journey can potentially affect how they show up in the world. So I would say that I would tell myself uh, when I was younger to always try to put myself in other people's shoes and to be compassionate and not judge them. Yeah, definitely. 
I I can see that for sure. And I didn't know that you were so successful at such a young age. And this <laughs> podcast is for teens. It's so cool that you were able to have so much success at such an early age. And that's great. So thank you for that. And um, Nana, this is the last question. Where can we find you outside of this interview? Um, like Instagram? Do you have a website? Where can where can the fuel listeners find you? Yeah, Ethan. Can I just say one more thing before we do that? Um, because I I know that your podcast is for teens, and I've done a lot of work in education, and I work with teens all the time. Here's what I would say to anybody that's listening to this podcast: focus on you. Focus on your education and focus on developing who you are as a person so that when you get out into the real world and you get out into, you know, in college or go find a job that you got you taken care of and that you can build from there. A lot of times in high school and even in middle school, you know, a lot of youth, they worry about, oh, I need a boyfriend. How do I look? You know, I want to be a part of the cool crowd. I want to be homecoming queen. I want to be prom king. And when you graduate from high school, no one gives a crap about all that stuff, right? What matters is how much do you love yourself and how much time have you spent educating yourself and making yourself the best that you can be during these learning years where you don't have to pay for bills, right? You don't have kids in a family yet and that, that you have to worry about. It's all about you right now at a young age. So really take that time to define yourself and build the, the love for you. So that's what I, that's just my last note that I wanted to tell, tell your audience and to tell you, Easton. But if you're interested and you want more information or you want just some motivation, some empowerment, more education, you can definitely go to my website, which is www.riseup4u.com, and that's completely spelled out. And I have fun practices. I have like a confident startup kit. Um, I also have a podcast. There's a ton of information and cool stuff that you can check out at the website. And you can also follow me. I'm on every single social media app out there. I'm on Snapchat. Twitter, you know, LinkedIn, Periscope, I'm on Blab, I'm on Facebook, of course, Instagram, and it's at Rise Up For You. Thank you so much, Nena, and thank you all, Fueled listeners, for tuning in to episode number six of Fueled. Stay fueled, and I'll see you all in future episodes.